Buongiorno, mes amis. We are back with another episode of Covered It as presented by Quack Golf. There's a lot of energy in the booth today. The boys were in France. I was in Italy, Bill. And um, Ricky Fowler is in the winner's circle once again. He must have been watching Elton John at Glastonbury um, because the Rocket Man is back. He's won the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Um, and we're all big Ricky, Ricky fans in this booth. He is back. And hopefully in a couple of weeks' time, Big Rory can follow suit in the open. Um, as I said, a lot of energy in the booth today. I have... Mr. Moto Moto, Scott Sullivan in the booth today. Um, if you want to laugh, go on to YouTube. Pause this podcast right now. Uh, go on to YouTube and type in Moto Moto Madagascar and you will see the cartoon version of Scott. <laughs> so you're basically saying I'm a hippo. Thanks for that. Um, a very funny but, hippo. Yeah, the background to that is I do an impersonation of the hippo. And for some reason... I... You I'm might as well explaining it. You should probably do yeah, it, so maybe. Scott. I will. Yeah. Well, this is—it's such a niche impression that for some reason just stuck in our friendship um, <laughs> years and years ago, and then for some reason at like three a.m. around the kitchen table after your <laughs> wedding night, uh, you some—I don't know how it came into conversation, but I ended up doing impersonations of the hippo. So anyone is not Madagascar yeah. too. Yeah. It's a Listen, real, folks. Yeah. Pause this podcast right now. Put it in the bin and just type in Moto Moto Madagascar into YouTube for a laugh, and we'll talk about it next week. Um, you've all heard of Captain Blackbeard. Well, we've got Captain Blacklung in the in the booth today. <laughs> Benji, how are we doing? How's the health? The health is okay. It's yeah, I had a bit of a heavy weekend down in France, so that definitely didn't help us. But um, all the better for it. I had a great time down in France. Very good, La France. Um, well, I are we gonna sorry? Are we gonna start? Are we gonna start off with a, a bitch about Bordeaux Airport and just get that off our chest? Absolutely. Yeah, I was just sorry. about to say we should have the Minister for Tourism on this podcast, but um, because I have some notes on Italy. But if you guys would like to kick us off on France, what's going on over there in 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 France? Well, I didn't see it personally, but apparently there are zoo animals running around Paris because of the riots. Really, Ele- elephants, zebras. They've been let loose out of the Paris Zoo, so that sounds like Madagascar. Yeah. Now, well, oh, oh, did you see, did you see that Twitter thread of all of like the fake news? There's a lot of fake news going around of like people seeing like Batman Stop. coming. You know, it's hard to I'm fake just, a hippo I'm running just, around the streets of Paris. I'm just saying that the zebra may not have been that riot, but if it was, you got to give the French credit because they know yeah. how to riot. Um, as much fun as I had in France, I will never go back to Bordeaux, just because the airport's an absolute kip. Is it? And oh had spent, God, I had to spend, crap. had to spend an extra night there because sleazy jet cancelled my flight at the last minute. So, our um, Munster Rugby, uh, do we have to fly to Bordeaux for any of those away trips next year. We're Bordeaux, no, it was who was don't, it? Don't, it's don't Toulon Bordeaux, and some other French team. Anyway, avoid Bordeaux Airport. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be going down to Iona anyway. I'm, I'm an Iona fan now. No oh, longer yeah. a Munster fan. How do you actually pronounce it? Is it I call it Iona Ionax? I think I think you dropped the X, Iona. Yeah, Iona, isn't it? Okay. Um Scotty, any notes on Bordeaux? No, I just France also in general. You know, France is lovely. It's uh we were at a nice wedding about an hour and a half. Uh I don't know, east, south, west, whatever way we went. I don't know if you okay. remember Ben, but uh just outside Bordeaux. 
Um, lovely. Shout out Darren Sweetnam for a great wedding. Um, we were there for a couple of days, which is lovely. Um, it was just the last night was fairly hectic getting back. There was basically the majority of the wedding party were uh, on either the Cork flight, the Dublin flight, or Ben's one to Gatwick. And my, mine was delayed by a good hour and a bit. Oh. Cork was delayed. And then Ben's was the worst. Ben's was cancelled. So uh, it, was on in a, it was on in a chateau, was it? A lovely chateau. It was yeah. A lovely, yeah, lovely chateau with a, a pool for a day two pool party and oh, barbecue. That sounds amazing. What was the temperatures like? Yeah. It was warm, actually. warmer. Yeah, mm. it was warm. Yeah, it was wet. I hear the um, I hear the best man showed up with the wrong suit. Did he? Uh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> Neither did I. Are you talking about Clinton? Yeah, I was told he. I was told he brought the wrong suit to France. And that would sound right. <laughs> Okay, hey, look, well, uh, look this, this me, is what yeah. I'm on about with fact checkers. I need a proper fact checker on this podcast. <laughs> Fucking sleeping. Oh, sorry, the whole well, time. on that <laughs> on that vein, then on that vein, I'd like to apologise to all the listeners for You're not calling up. No, not my fact checking, General Shani, because I think my fact checking is very good for the man. The horse shit that comes out of your mouth that I have to type <laughs> in, right? Let's get that straight first, okay? Um, but I did, I did drop the ball last week, so I apologise. There is zero zero statistical evidence or yes. factual evidence that there is you are more likely to get hit by um lightning if you've already been hit in fact it's the opposite so Absolute i do apologize nonsense. by that um mm. but the facts about retief goosen and his clothes that he got struck in um are in the hall of fame or golf hall of fame are correct mm. um but don't worry if you've been hit by lightning there's not a very high chance it'll happen again um I think Lee Trevino, Lee Trevino was hit by lightning twice, I think, um, according to sources. Um, and also I was looking it up. So in the US, your chances of getting hit by lightning in general are about one in 700,000. So just under one in a million. But if you're a golfer, the chances are one in 3,000. So we're taking uh-huh. our lives um, at risk every time we go out in that golf course. In America, that stat came from, right? In America, yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a fairly general, it's a fairly large sample size of people. I'm not sure I've ever been on a golf course when there's been thunder and lightning. Like I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't start my round, you know. I was there. It was I played St. Margaret's on Monday, and we were hearing thunder. It was like blue skies one minute, and then ten minutes later it'd be thunder and lightning and roar and rain and stuff. It was kind of scary. That's yeah. Um, that's just probably more. You just probably shouldn't be out playing in the rain and things. Really. Um, Shan, what went on in Italy? Okay. Oh yeah. Italy. How's your honeymoon? Italy. My honeymoon was lovely. Um, I made some notes. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> you you okay. made some notes on your honeymoon. Be- this is the most be- shiny thing of all bloody time. Be- best meal. Um, my best meal was a linguine with mussels in a lemon sauce. Ooh, baby. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, uh, sorry, just before we continue, Ben, can you tell the story of uh, what Shani thought a moose bouche was? <laughs> <laughs> well, Patrick was doing some, uh, was going down to do a bit of food tasting for his wedding. And I think that the server come out and say, This would what you'd have for a moose bouche. And you were like, Oh, that's fantastic. I love prawns. <laughs> you just, you, one time you had an amuse bouche that was a prawn, and you just thought that a moose bouche meant prawn. It's fairly confusing, isn't it? I, <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a white table. <laughs> I wouldn't be um, a white tablecloth kind of eater like myself and Kate. Neither of us would be. 
Um, don't really like that kind of five, six course setup. I just want a bit of bruschetta to share and a pizza. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, that's yeah. kind of how we roll. But um, Did, uh, there, yeah. Was, was there any standard pizzas down there? Yeah, so ju- we just so happened to be beside the third best pizza restaurant on the Amalfi Coast, according to TripAdvisor. Mm. Um, so we went in there twice. So it was a uh, it was next level. Nice. Um, was it very but, busy down there? Yeah, so I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend going at the end of June at the start yeah. of July. It's too hot and there's lots of tourists around. Yeah. Go in October, and you can stroll around. Um, mm. they do love lemoncello over there. Love it. Um, mm. They do yeah. a lemoncello spritz instead of an aperol spritz. Lovely. Um, lemons in general, they love it. Um, Napoli, the football team, statues of signs of them everywhere. Mad for them. Um, my Italian ask- accent kind of sounds like Pablo Escobar from Narcos. Okay. Um, so Solid. on the first day. I was trying to be fancy. Instead of ordering a normal coffee, I just saw something that was called an espresso con banana on the menu. <laughs> and uh, so I ordered that. Does that. Do either of you know what an espresso con banana is? Um, no. no. So it's literally just an espresso with a dollop of cream lumped on top of it. Oh, it's nice. impossible to drink. Unreal. <laughs> no, it's it's kind of stupid. Like It's like, it's a tiny cup anyway with a tiny bit of espresso underneath it and they just cover it with cream. So Do like, I just actually just took a spoon, in? chucked the cream out and uh, just drank the espresso. It was a bit stupid. C- Cultures, um, are you, Shani? Yes. Um, Kate's Italian wasn't great either. At one point she said, um, let's get the bibliotech. Um, and then I was like, what are you on about? And she's like, oh, sorry, I think that's the bill in Spanish. And I was like, no, it's actually a library in French. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, but in general, um, it's, just a, it's, it's just a very sexy sounding accent. And they're all just so, they're all just so cool over there. Like, you know, everything yeah. just sounds like scoozy. Yeah, you know, il conto per favor. That's how you ask for the bill. Um, you're you're sounding more like Borat than <laughs> someone from someone from Italy. Scusi, il, Miss Scusi. Il conto. Yeah. Um. So that was that. What else happened? Um. There was a in our poo, in our hotel pool. There was a fella who Kate thought looked like uh, Avicii all week, but I didn't have the heart to tell her that Avicii. Sadly, passed away a few years ago. Um, what else did we do? Um, we went on a boat tour once, and they kind of like reversed you into this kind of waterfall. Um, and if you want, you can kind of like uh lean off the back of the boat and like lean into the waterfall. So, I obviously did it. Uh, but like you know, in the most Irish way ever, you know, pulled off my t-shirt, big pasty white. Like kissing the Blarney Stone. Yeah, do you know that kind of way? Like lean in and then you're freezing or whatever. And then this Italian fella um, came after me off the t-shirt, huge, big, muscly pecs on him, load, like full tan, loads of tattoos of Napoli players all over him. <laughs> um, leans back and then just like, you know, kind of puts his fingers through his big long mane of hair and kind of like leans right into it. Um, do you know, kind of like Jerry Flannery throwing a ball into the line out, you know, kind of like hinge the hips back. Yeah, throw the head into it, and um, there was Kate laughing at me. Your man, oh, 
he he just they're just so cool over there. I I I'd go to Italy every year for a holiday to be honest. Yeah, Italy's great. Love the culture. They're mad people over there. Um so yeah. Um Ricky Fowler is back. The Rocket Man, the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I presume you didn't watch any of it. Didn't no. see one. I saw the winning pot and that was it. The winning pot was pretty cool. I loved his celebration. Yeah, it was great. It yeah. was a, th- a three-man playoff, was it? Three-man play. I actually, funnily enough, didn't watch much, but literally as soon as I turned turned it on, I just watched the full playoff, which is one hole. Um, I think Ricky birdied the 18th to get into the playoff and then... Birdied um, again. Birdied again. But like, I'm going to give out about this now. He absolutely flared his tee shot right off the tee, like a million miles right. And he got a lovely lie on a crowd, you know, a crowd oh, yeah. where the Should grass has been padded down and like yeah. that just doesn't yeah. for us it'd be knee height or whatever. Yeah. So he just stitched it from there. Um uh Markawa put it over the back, um, didn't get up and down or didn't chip it in. And Adam Hadwin actually um burnt the edge of the hole for his birdie. Um but uh, Adam Hadwin's a cool guy. He was kind of like applauding in the background when Ricky Yeah, I saw that and he beat him. So yeah. um, I did see someone tweet saying if Adam Hadwin was to win, he should tackle the nearest security guard. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be so good. <laughs> I saw your man. I saw your man Peter Quest as well. He came top five, did he? Or top? Who's who is that fella? Peter Quest. He was the Monday qualifier. I think he led it after the first day. Oh wow! Um, and he, yeah, and did he have? Bizarrely enough, maybe I'm, as a fast checker, I really should be getting this right, but I'm fairly sure he has like no eyebrows. Or I was watching a TV interview and he's on TV and he had. Yeah. He had like no eyebrows. Is that um, by choice? I don't know. It was bizarre. I remember watching on TV being like, who is this random? And he was a Monday qualifier for the Rocket Mortgage and he came top five from it. They could um, just be very bland. To... Yeah, but it was on TV. I was looking at it. I was like, that does not look like a man who uh, who has blonde um, eyebrows. I don't know. I'm going to have um, to fact check myself. But I just remember can... watching it, being looking at it and being like, why does that dude have no eyebrows? <laughs> Can anyone remember who's in my stable? Because I have someone I want to bring into my stable. I think you had Tony Fino. I think you had Victor Hovland. Oh, no. no oh, you know, you'd Sahith. You... I've Sahith no. uh, and... Tony. Didn't, did I bring, like, did I bring oh, Adam no. Schenken? I thought you'd Sunjay M. Okay, well, anyway, I'm going Sahith. There. I think I brought Adam Schenken at one point. But I'm going Sahith, Adam Schenk. And I'm bringing in Ludwig. Ludwig. Yeah, he's oh, going to yeah, be in there for a while. Big on the Adberg. He um he played with Luke Donald the first two rounds. He did. Interesting he did. that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and he striped it. Now he had a bad weekend. Yeah, um, sure look. That was unfortunate. Uh, he actually didn't. He had a very bad weekend, kind of. Oh really? Well, not very bad, but he ended up minus. He's just kind of level par weekend, but okay. I thought he was going to go on and 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 do the job, but um, he he looks like he's got some potential. Um, just going back to talking about Monday qualifiers, Davis Lamb from the USA Monday qualified into the Canadian PGA Tour and won. Really, which is pretty impressive. Very good. Did wow, he win? That is really impressive. Did he win with the white hot Versa from ten years he ago? Probably did. I think that's <laughs> the only putter that works these days. Um, I would like to know how many other, like, main tour Monday qualifiers have gone on to win, because I think that's a pretty impressive feat. 
don't know how I'd figure that out, but yeah, I was just about to say, I don't know how you figure that one out. Um, I'll ask, I'll ask Monday Q info on Twitter, see what he says. <laughs> um, DP World, Daniel Hillier, yeah, New Zealand, New Zealand, New Zealand Fair golfer, play. obviously um, a friend of John Murphy because I saw John Murphy cheering, man, and Minwoo. Yeah, real yeah, they were playing happening there. Like, yeah. John mm. seems to be in with the the Aussies and the New Zealanders. He's friends with Blake Windred as well. Um, <laughs> he's just yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I like seeing a first time winner. That's the third winner this season on the DP World Tour that's come from the Challenge Tour. Oh, is he a Challenge Tour fella? Fair Which will just go to show you like how competitive the Challenge Tour is. Like yeah, that you can come straight up and win in the DP World Tour. Absolutely. Um, Sorry, I'd like you both to I'd like you both to look at your phones there because I've just put a the, okay. into the WhatsApp group. That yeah. was the interview I was watching. Oh yeah, eyebrows. there's no See? eyebrows there. Certainly, right. certainly no eyebrows. I've Big also, head of hair on him as well. Maybe it's my choice. I'd say yeah. they're just very because I was looking eyebrows. up to see just in case I've just called someone out for like <laughs> something terrible or something medical or alopecia or something. But he's got the head of hair and everything, so I don't know. Just a bizarre one. I was wondering, was it like he qualified in his buddies when he was asleep, shaved his eyebrows off? Or <laughs> Who needs them? What do you need them for anyway? Um, yeah, evidently not. He's playing golf. Um, just while we're going through golf tournaments, uh, the, yes. the, the Open qualifying is on today. I could Talk actually. Oh, I could yeah. Pop, I went through, picked out a couple of players I thought was interesting. Um, there was a German guy called Tiger Christensen. Okay. Who's cur- currently T4 and might qualify, but his first name's Tiger. Just thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> wow. Um, Hugh Foley had a hole in one, but it do- doesn't look like he's going to make it in. Uh, Michael Block. He's, is n- well, I think he's like, is he two shots or two places off the top five or top three? Yeah, I think he's he, a chance. I think he's two. He two well, he's on the back nine, but he's got he's like three shots back. I think. Okay, that makes um, sense. Michael Block is nine over through fifteen. There will be no um, block party. Michael. Yeah. And Jason Cockrack got disqualified for some reason, and I can't work. I can't find out why. But not I'm not just... a Jason Cockrack fan. I don't know. No. about his face just really pisses me off. So I'm kind of glad that that he got DQ'd. Just screams live golf. Um, and yeah, then he is a yeah. Last last week we touched on it. The live players who were trying to qualify or not. Yes. But there was like a long list of players that just aren't even bothering. Yeah. Um, like Burnfeast Burger, Bubba, Charles Howell, Ian Poulter, James Pio, Kevin Alley, Westwood, Martin Keimer, like Pat Perez, Paul Casey, Sam Horsfield. Like why? Why would you just not go? Like I don't you, understand why an English golfer wouldn't. Mm, Do you know what I mean? And, and because of because they're all inside the top two hundred in the world or whatever, they'll well, some of them are. They'll get automatically into final qualifying, so you don't have to go to like pre qualifying. Yeah. So it just seems strange, but I don't know. Um, do yeah, we talk I'll about just... live golf? Do we want to move on to um? Was it in Valderrama? It was. I have I have one one point on the the Hugh Foley hole in one. Did you see the you know the eighteen year old South African with Aldrich Potier? Yeah. Did you see that he had a hole in one at the the John Deere Classic qualifier on a par four? On a par four. Wow. Ridiculous. Yeah, three three forty five seventeenth. He's a bit of a bowler, yeah. that guy. Yeah, only eighteen as well. My God. Um, he, he looks like he's about forty two. Does he? Yeah. Uh, it does not look like an eighteen year old. Um. <laughs> So, Liv Valdrama. Will I do my jingle to introduce the Liv Golf thing? Okay, yeah. Because we, we only have six months left of this. Yeah, yeah. Liv Golf, coming across the nation. <laughs> Liv Golf, 
the new sensation. Live golf, next generation, faster, better, cheaper, and no green fees. For more information, see livegolf.ie.com. Quack golf, yeah, really coming across the nation. I would really, I would really appreciate. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give a quack polo to anyone who can um, DM Quack Golf as to what TV commercial company <laughs> I stole that jingle from from the mid two thousands. Also, uh, I'll, the, give the, own, the, I'll give one of my own. I give one of my own. Yeah, quack yeah. Polo. Your, your, your own dirty quack polo, lovely. Yeah, you, you're giving a quack polo, are you? That's yeah. So yeah, um, the, the live golf. Take us off, Ben. Live golf. It was won by Taylor Gooch, but I thought the most interesting thing was that S Kim finished dead last for the fourth time in uh, seven events. Mm. He was twenty nine shots behind Taylor Gooch, which is basically nine holes, like a good nine hole score. Yeah. So. Like that's just that's really bad. <laughs> that, that was kind of that's very bad. He was dead last. He's been dead last four times. He's never been better than fifth last. He, I, I somehow he made the cut in the PGA Championship. He's just not a very good golfer. Yeah, yeah. I'm still uh, shocked that uh, Valderrama Monty. took took in live golf. It's, it's yeah. just strange, but anyway. Um, I'm sorry. So, so he won. Who won the team thing again? Was it Torque? Torque, Torque won it, uh, followed by the Range Goats, followed by the Crushers. Okay, how did my boy the Cleeks get on? Uh, I actually didn't even look for that far down the leaderboard, but I can. I can't wait for this to be over with. Well, you know what, Johnny? I'm actually going to a live event this weekend. Interesting. Scott the Cleeks came last. <laughs> um, Solid. So you're I, going to the London event. I'm going to go to Live London on Saturday in, in Centurion. I actually applied for media credentials as a podcast, which they, <laughs> which they rejected. What? Uh, and then, then they sent me a link being like, not to worry, here's a link for free tickets. So, I bet I, you they responded saying, no, your facts aren't, yeah. aren't uh, fact. You're, you're too mean about S. Kim. Um, so I'll be on the ground. I'll be interested to see what's, what's, it, what's the buzz is like. We'll bring you back a range goat hat, maybe, if you're lucky. Do. I'd love that. I'd love that. Or maybe we'll do it for a little giveaway for the listeners. <laughs> um, but I'll be interested to see what it's like. I'm, like yeah, it, I look forward to the report. It, it's so hard to tell from those Twitter accounts whether it's actually a good event or they're just spouting shite. So yeah, yeah. I'll give an honest assessment of it. Hmm. Um, okay, any more live golf takes or we move on to golf Twitter? Uh, I'd like to move on to Wimbledon for yes, if you'd humour me. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. Have you been watching any of it? Uh, no. I heard, is it is there rain? Was there rain today? Was there? Yeah, there's been a bit of rain. So there, uh, Cam Norrie's on at the moment playing court one, and Andy Murray, I think, is on centre court. Andy um, Murray. Roger Federer was introduced as the guest in the royal box, as you can see behind me. Um, he got a very long standing ovation. I love and, from that picture, that picture in your background, it looks like Roger Federer's wife is looking at you while you're talking each time. Yeah, she's like, why it's do nice. you love my, why do you love my husband so much? Um, yeah. And I, I I watched a little segment there with Sue Barker talking to yeah. Roger. She's still going, Sue Barker. She's retired, but she came in to do a little special one-off with Roger. But is Roger Federer the, the, just the nicest athlete ever? Absolutely. 
Like I couldn't think of a nicer person. Love him. He he um, would be, he would be on my list for a dinner party. I'd I mean, have him up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he does. It's pretty hard the, to beat. Nobody's like, found Tony, any dirt Tony on him. The Tony Finos and those kind of people. Yeah, no, those. I mean like as in being elite. One of the best, yeah, yeah. Like Roger is arguably one of the best tennis players ever. Yeah. Yeah, elite sports, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to think of anyone just, who's just, like just a nice guy. And I, I just I also think Casper Rude looks like the new kind new of Roger. nice guy on the scene. Yeah. New Roger. I, I, I can't say new Roger, but like I like yeah. I like a bit of Casper. I'm hoping for a Casper Rude Alcaraz final. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Um Roger was just saying that he his knee kind of gave up on him and his body had enough, so he kind of retired. And I was just imagining him playing like like casual tennis at his local tennis club in Switzerland and just like wiping the floor with everyone. Ah. Just like, kind of not not even moving and just like um but yeah, he's a nice guy. Um, um do any of you watch I... the uh, any of you watch the ashes? Any of you watch a bit of Oh, uh... <laughs> oh um, controversial. Really? Controversial. Because I was at a I was at a kind of a family lunch and um Stokes was just going off uh, and hitting sixes to beat the band. And I, to be honest, I wouldn't be a cricket fan in terms of like, you know, this might be the only cricket I'll ever watch all yeah. year. I don't know how often the, the Ashes is, but it was so class to watch. But He's you, such you, a baller. But did you see what happened to Johnny Bairstow? I, I saw that wicket, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I loved his reaction when he was chewing the chewing gum and looking around. He he yeah. just, oh, he seems like a cool dude. Um, and Stuart Broad telling Alex Carey that's that's the only that's thing you'll ever be remembered by. Yeah. Um. But yeah. did you see the when the Australians were walking back through the long room through Lords with all these sixty year old MCC members just like booing, calling them cheats, like shouting at them? And you're just like, yeah, oh, that looks spicy. You're just a bunch three. of old rich men, like. But yeah, three the... of them got removed. Three of them had to be removed from yeah. the thing, or their membership revoked or something. And what's oh. the like? How do you get to stand in that the long room? What uh, you have to, you have to be a member of the MCC of the and oh, yeah. have one of those red and yellow ties. Um, is it like the equivalent of Augusta? Pretty much for cricket, yeah. It's hard to get yeah. in there. I don't yeah. think you, you don't get you don't get an MCC membership without someone dying first and like giving up their spot. Yeah. Um, I'd love to compare the feeling of the middle of a cricket bat to like the middle of a a driver. Very similar. Oh, flush. Yeah. Um, God, there's so much. The Tour de France kicked off. Tour de France. There's yeah. so, so much work going on. Has anyone watched the first episode of that so we can talk about it? I have watched no. the first episode and I haven't watched the second. I've kind of forgotten about it. But okay. um, some of the images of the crashes of cycling really. Just, wow. just wait until you get to the part where they're cycling over the cobblestones. And it's Ugh. it's like pure torture. They're, they're, it's like going down a dirt road. Over cobblestones, like their hands. Oh, it's. I've been hearing excellent reports from the Tour de France staff. Yeah. Um, but the usual, the usual suspects are up near the top already. Uh, Tad Tadej Pudat Pudjatskar, can't pronounce his name. <laughs> White oh, Pudjatskar, yeah, yeah, uh, sure, White, yeah. White Van Aert and Jonas uh, Vingard or whatever. Yeah, they're all there, so it's shaping up to be exciting. What about Jasper Philipson? Can I just say right? Yes, when does the cycling actually get exciting? Like, at what point do I sit down? Like, say for the Ashes now, right? I was like, okay, the final day, day I can sit down and, and kind of know what's going on. But, like, for the cycling, do I just tune into the end of the race? I think you want to watch the sprint races. Okay. So they're, they're the ones that are done over short uh, distance and are quite mm. quick. 
or you want to watch like the middle of the Alp or the end of the Alp Dohez, which is like this massive climb and like they're climbing up like 70 degrees. Mm. Like they're okay. nearly going, they're nearly going backwards. It's so difficult. Um, yeah, probably the end of the race is probably the, the, the one to do. Fair enough. I was trying um, to, I was trying to rattle off, rattle off some cycling knowledge there by saying yes. It was Jasper Philipson then. Oh. because I saw it on t- Twitter earlier and I was trying to figure out who he was. I think he's won back to back stages, has he, or something? He wins the second straight Tour de France stage. Yeah. No, and I Googled it and it said something to do with four in a row. But this is the funny thing about cycling is that he's won two back to back. I'm just looking at the like the I know there's all different disciplines, but I'm looking at like the general rankings top ten and he's not even in it. He's yeah. won two of the stages. So I don't really understand how the rankings work, yeah. So Well it's like isn't there like this overall this yellow jersey polka dot as king of the hills, the sprint? Yeah. Yeah. And like this, you know. I know how the yellow jersey yeah. works, but the, the green and the polka dot, I'm not really sure. Is is King there a the pink, the is there a pink jersey for the sprinter? No, I think the sprinter sprinter is green, is it? Sprinter green, yeah, yeah. Sprinter green. And then King of the Mountains is polka dot, maybe. Um for, if anyone listening is a massive cycling fan, <laughs> please please explain to us how it works and so on. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I will get around to watching the show, but I feel the show is more about the drama, Ben, really, than is it than more about the, yeah, the yeah. facts. Um, yeah. Boys, just before we get on to Ireland's best 10th hole, um, one of your former golf clubs, maybe no more. Um, Fingal County Council have released a report saying that, um, actually, I'm not really sure what they've said, but basically Corbless Links is at risk because of the Go coastline away. and the sand. I heard that. I yeah, read something, something about they need to reclaim the land for, uh, like fescue grass. Yeah, and there's a potential they just have to give the give the land back to the beach, say, or something. It's like public that. land, public golf yeah. course, environmental reasons. I don't know. Sounds like a lot of um, It would be a huge shame. So I'm not sure what they're going to do. Um, so Balcarrick could be busy. Balcarrick could be busy. I'd say, great greens out there in Balcarrick. Right, Ireland's best tenth hole. I think we should do a little rundown at the front nine because Absolutely. I yeah. try, I tried to write them down and I don't know what seven and eight are. I'm not sure if we ever did that. <laughs> we but, definitely did. <clears throat> okay, so it goes: Dunbeg, Port Salon, Tralee, Old Head, Portrush, Critch Island. Yeah, number seven. I, I thought we had a. I thought we had oh, a number seven. It was either num- number three was either Waterville or Tralee. I think three was Waterville. I think it was Waterville. Water. Yeah. yeah, it was Waterville. I just we could listen um... back, but like, who cares? <laughs> okay, three is Waterville. Seven. Seven. I know um... that nine is Royal County Down. Yeah. Uh, where do we, we could have... just do seven and eight again? So we're gonna we're gonna we'll work out seven and eight next episode. So moving on to number ten. <clears throat> yeah. Have we got any immediate holes? I I love uh, the tenth in Mount Juliet with the the big trees before big tree. it's par five, par five. And you have to go over the big tree down below it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. That's a very cool. Um, Patrick, yeah. fran- frantically That's... googling there. No, I'm not actually. I, uh, I agree with Scott. I it's funny. Uh, two parkland holes came to my head immediately. Uh, the tenth in Mount Juliet, but also. I kind of like the tenth in Fota. I like the tee shot there down the hill. Um, down oh the, yeah. yeah, it's like just faded off the trees. It's it's a bit of a big boy hole, yeah. Um, we had a couple. Shout out to the there. shout out to the hardest uh, tenth hole probably in the country, uh, Port Marnock Links because the green. 
Um, I oh, I hate, hate the 10th yeah. hate that was, that, No, that's hate not being that mentioned hole. here. I hate the 10th Should After we finish this, should we do the worst 18 holes in Ireland? Oh, like most hated <laughs> holes in Ireland? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be much more interesting. But then you get loads of people who love the really hard holes or yeah. the difficult or the funky holes. So, But uh, oh, what about the 10th in Cairn? Um, that's a lovely one. It's Car- kind oh, of yeah, that's similar to hole. the first, I think. Similar to the first, but it's, yeah, that's a really nice golf hole yeah, too. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. hole. There's not many. Yeah, tens are aren't. tens are quite a funny. They're quite yeah. a funny one because as, like as a lot Will, of time. Will said, tens are pretty shite because they're generally just holes that bring you back to the clubhouse. Or like, you've you've come back to the clubhouse and you're you just mean you've come back again, and you're yeah. going you're going yeah, away yeah, from yeah. it. Yeah, yeah like oh, the tenth yeah. in the old head is one of the worst. Is is like nothing to write home about. It's gotten better. I quite like the ten. Although it's it's like a really short par five. It shouldn't be a par five. Yeah, I don't like it. Um. Yeah, they've got to change it. Anyway, we, we, we had a few suggestions here on Instagram. Um, Adam Harkness suggested Turnbury, which clearly isn't in Ireland. Adam <laughs> Come on, said, man. Come on. None of this um, strange choice by you, Adam. Uh, Pad Anaki says he might be biased, but the 10th in Cove, which is like oh. which is like the 17th in Soulgrass. Oh, it's a love. Oh, I've played oh, it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, an island I... hole. Yeah, the tenth and cove. On cove. Yeah, that's actually a great hole. Yeah. Um, I forgot ca- about that. Yeah. Cla- get the clean course in Killarney, the par three. Lovely hole. Oh, I haven't played there oh, yeah. in a while. I can't remember. That is a nice hole. Geez, I actually I take the one over in cove over Killarney. Um, Mullingar haven't played it. No. Truly, I played. I played 10 truly. I didn't think it was that special, but it's come up a couple of times oh, here. Yeah, the kind of narrow, you've got the ferry down and that up, up to it's the up, green. Up to the green, yeah. I just think there's so many nice holes in truly. I don't think that's worth yeah, it. Yeah, that part. No, the next hole, I like I like 11. Um, Scott, um, can you remember, can you remember Portrush? Oh, Jesus, the 10th in Portrush. Um, do you know what? I don't know if I can. Yeah, I can't. I, I'd never played Portrush, but I'm trying to remember... A lot of tenth and I can't. Um, <clears throat> Luke Hegarty says just give the whole back nine to Trilly, which we could do. It's pretty fair. Uh, yeah, no, the twelfth in the old head would probably deserve a yeah. shout out. Yeah, some of those kind of ones. But, uh, Hermitage uh, Golf Club came up a couple of times. Oh yeah, by the water. It's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carrick Mines. We played that last year, didn't we? Yeah, never Carrick Mines. Oh, I played Carrick Mines. Played Carrick Mines. I picked Carrig Mines a long time ago with uh, Scott Furlong, Dave Lockery, uh, but I can't it's remember the 10th nice. hole in Carrig Mines. <laughs> uh, Merva. Yeah. Never been up to Merva. Oh, yeah, Donegal. No, I've never played there either. The par five. Merva. Never heard of that. The par five 10th in Dukes. I was just about to think about Oh, Dukes, yes. Um, is it oh, that green towards the water? The green. No? That green is, a, is yeah, difficult. Yeah. Oh, no, the it's the one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's the one. Yeah, yeah okay. And Foda Island, got to mention. And yeah, I Tol- like Foda, yeah. Tolfaris. Tolfaris yeah, would be nice. Paris. Don't know it. But I, I would, for the crack, I would I'd vote, give it to Cove. I would, Cove. <laughs> I was just about to say, I would for go the crack. right here and give it to, give yeah. it to Cove. So you're coming um, up the, the ninth in Royal County Down and you're wandering on to the tenth in Cove. <laughs> what a world. Oh, lads. Um... That's so Anything else going on this week? Um, I saw um, I saw an interesting TikTok about just golf in general, where there was a lady, um, 
talking about how the fact that golf is a sport where you have to care as if it's the most important thing to you in the world when you're practicing. And then when you're actually playing golf, you have to mm. basically try and not care. And uh, she yeah, said that's, that's why golf is so hard. As a person who is whose handicap is sliding very far upwards at the moment, <laughs> I I did notice that. I, yeah, I I am I'm I'm into all of. I need some sort of inspiration at the moment. Yeah, because okay. I'm finding I'm finding the game difficult. Just like Justin Thomas at the moment, he can't yeah. seem to. I've always uh, said you two are very to, similar. Yeah, yeah, I'm a shot yeah. shot man, you know, I'm yeah, a shot yeah. shaper, you know. But uh, um, would you pick Justin Thomas at the moment in the Ryder Cup team? No, he can't no. seem to break eighty. No, I don't know. He's playing shock and golf. Mm. How many live golfers do you think make it into that Ryder Cup team? Just Brooks. That's it. Brooks. Taylor no, Gooch. DJ, DJ won't go. Taylor Gooch. I don't think. No, just. Brooks. I don't think you'll get one unless he keeps winning. I suppose. Unless, like... unless one of them wins the Open. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, so, Jenny, I have a, I have a, I have fact, some facts here. Oh um, yes, give me some facts. Yeah, John, you love a good fact, and it's just it popped into my head there when I keep looking at Ben's background of Roger Federer. Um, the first fact I have is the other French team Munster have in their group is Bayon. Um, yes, so Toulon and Bayon. So we will not be going to Bordeaux. Okay. Um, I don't think Bayon. I, I don't think Bayon's that far from Bordeaux. That's right. Um, well, even if it was right next door, we're still not flying to Bordeaux because it's a crap airport. Um, and then the other one is it's a tennis fact for you, Shani. It's about mm-hmm. Novak Djokovic. Um, and just while we're in the spirit of Wimbledon. So two facts about him. He hasn't lost in Wimbledon since 2017. Novak Djokovic. Okay. Yeah. And here's one which I found astonishing. He hasn't lost on center court since 2013. How does that make any sense? I don't know, but I read but, it somewhere. And if someone are you else saying, said it, are you saying that he's won, are you saying that he's won Wimbledon 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018? No. No, but he might have lost on another court. He hasn't lost. He hasn't lost on center court since 2013. Oh yeah, because sure he wouldn't be in a center court all the time. Yeah, and and he hasn't lost at Wimbledon since 2017. He's good at tennis. Here, lads, he is exquisite at tennis. He's not likable. I actually like him, but I I understand why you wouldn't like him as well. Bayon looks absolutely beautiful. I think we should. I I was looking at that Bayon, yeah, Bayon, and I think Exeter is the English team in Monster Monsters group. We could we could fly into Biritz. We have two English teams, Shani, and we have a Scottish team, and we have two French. Can you name all five? Is it Exeter, Bayon, Toulon, and Glasgow? Yes, and you're missing one English team. Oh. Um, I might have Steve, to do that for next week. Myler would be the hint. Remember Myler, the old out half, the Kiwi? Myler, he used to play for them. North Anything, uh, yeah. Correct, Shani. Excellent from you. Excellent all right, from folks. You. Are, are oh. we taked out or what's the story? Any more takes? Any more facts? I didn't realize I didn't realize Biritz is in Bayonne. <laughs> is it the same place? <laughs> no. I, I, I don't think so. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Maybe Bayonne is a region, is it? Maybe. Um th- this isn't happening anytime. Well, it is happening in about two and a half weeks. We okay. will be I won't be there, but you guys will be at the Irish Challenge. Okay. You'll be playing in the Pro Am. Who are we playing with? Uh, I haven't got that far yet, but you'll also be recording a pod. We'll be doing some live interviews. How do we do that, actually? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm leaving it up to you guys to find a recording device that's not Zoom. <laughs> I'm sure you guys can work it out. Oh, I just realized uh... I have a... 
Yeah, I just realized I have a voice recording of uh, of you, Patrick, on the day of your wedding around that kitchen table that I was wanted for the podcast. I'll have it. I'll I have it ready for the next podcast. Just for I'll, I, I can clip it in front. Um, we are the biggest amateurs in the world, but we you will need I to. I think work that's out why that. I. That's why we enjoy the podcast. So I do love it. Yeah, well, it's, that's yeah. why I enjoy doing it because it's it's relatable. Um, okay, I was just going to run through stuff that's been going on on golf Twitter, but. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I just, I don't have anything from golf Twitter. Um, well, I will say Ludwig off the tee on his first round hit 14 out of 14 fairways and they were all over 310 yards. No, 11, 11 of them were over 310 yards. His, so Ludwig Abberg. Big boy. I feel like his name should be Adberg instead of Abberg. So is it Ludwig Aberg? Is how they were saying it. So, Aberg, Justin yeah. Ray tweeted, rounds on the PGA Tour this season where a player hit every fairway and 17-plus greens in regulation and averaged 300-plus yards off every tee. John Ram in the first round of the Masters and Ludwig Aberg in uh, the Rocket Mortgage. That's it. Two lads. He's an absolute That's forward. the kind of company that he's in. Um, Luke Donald said that he hasn't seen anyone like him since Rory, which is a huge thing, huge quote to be saying when you're the Ryder Cup captain um, in a Ryder Cup year. I thought he probably shouldn't have said that. Ah, you're allowed to build him up a bit. I know. Um, I just think if, if the two Hogards don't pull their finger out, there's not a chance that they get there. Yeah. And like, you're going to pick yeah. someone who's in form. So if Ludwig can carry on doing his, doing what he's doing, I think we, yeah, there's potential for us to get absolutely smashed at home. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about bringing in rookies, like, but listen, we'll see. You have to bring rookies in eventually. Yeah. We should be doing live pods for the Ryder Cup. Okay. Well, you work out how to do a pod without live. me first. And then, and then I'll work out <laughs> yeah. to do a live one. Um, anything else? Um, no, Kevin Mark. Oh, no, no, I, um, was it Kevin Markham or someone said uh, basically like what What are you willing to pay for a round of golf? Yeah, like, it was what? Kevin Markham. Yeah. Kevin Markham there. Kevin, Kevin Markham, yeah. Which I thought was quite interesting because I'm just there's, I think there's such a big divide between like I, I'm almost willing to pay 300 euro for an unbelievable course then I'm willing to pay 150 for a very nice course. I would rather just play a 30 euro course or I'd rather go and play the really nice course. I think you. I think when you get into like the one fifty, one seventy five, like the new Druids Glen, yeah. I'm a bit like, do I really want to pay one seventy five to play there? No, I know. You get um, caught in between two stones. I don't know. Like I, uh, I'm loving all these. Um, like I played St Margaret's there on Monday in an open singles for thirty five quid. Lovely spot. Lovely. St Margaret's is great. Yeah. Um, great track. But yeah. then, uh, like Castle Locker tra- charging fifty quid for their open mm. singles, and you're kind of going, come on, um. Uh, that's what I mean. But then think... you've got like Carton House are charging eighty, f- or no, K Club are charging eighty five for their open singles and Carton no. House, something like that, you know. And you're kind of like, come on. I think once it gets come over on. fifty, once it gets over fifty, it's like it's yeah. no longer you. You can't. It's not like you can do that twice, twice a month because you're like, no, that's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um I think that I think that there's a solid way to finish this podcast out, Ben. Um, and I think you'll appreciate it. Is that I have a question for you, Shani? Yes. Um. It's just something that I want your your thoughts on. So, um, I can give you I'll give you ten million dollars right now in your hand, but there's a catch. 
Okay. Okay. There's a snail chasing you for the rest of your life. Okay. And if it touches you, you die a terrible death. The snail cannot be killed. It knows your location at all times. And its only purpose is to find you. We've also added another one of um, you can't leave the country wherever you get this money in. Are you taking the cash? Yeah, absolutely. Like, cause, uh, do you know the way you'd be sitting down at work and they always say to make sure to get up and walk around for 30, you know, after 45 minutes, get up, walk yeah. around. Like the snail would take 30 minutes to get over to you. You get up, walk around. No, but and, what about uh, when you're sleeping? Oh, how what do you sleep, you're in bed, Shani? How do you you're, sleep? If, this is, this is this is this is your thing. It's it's Quite, all I'm going to tell you, Shani. Is that's this a fantastic question. And it's it's one goal in life is to kill you by just touching you. It can't be killed. It knows your location at all times, and its only purpose in its snail life is to find you, Shani. But sure, you just are you taking sleep, the cash? You just sleep in a glass box, like. No, no, that's not how it works. Why not? Because I'm making up the rules here. This is a rule. This is a world where a snail is trying to kill you. So surely I can sleep in a glass box. Well, it can get through the glass box. <laughs> oh, abracadabra! <laughs> yeah, I've, I've also just I've also just found at the bottom of the thing. It, you're not allowed to sleep in a glass box or any other glass box. I'm um, sorry, I left that bit out. So how about I uh, think about it? How cash? about I think about it and answer it next week? Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's on. that difficult of an answer. But... <laughs> no, <laughs> there's there's a couple have, of stats. How quick yes. does a how... snail travel? Twenty five. I think it was twenty five meters a, a day. day. Is how quick a snail travels. So a friend of ours, a shout out to Mark who listens to the podcast, uh, roughly calculated that if you lived, you got the money in Belfast, right, and you and you moved to West Cork, yeah, it would. It would take the snail something like 50-something years. 54 to... years. Oh, sure, that's grand. You wouldn't have to worry about it for 50 years. Yeah, but you'd be, you'd be so, worried in your fucking glass box. <laughs> yeah, so you'd right. be sleeping. You'd be sleeping in a glass box for 50 years, uncomfortable for no reason. The snail would be, wouldn't even be in leash by the time you <laughs> retired. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd, I'd take it. I yeah. I always heard the yeah. facts. I think after that stat, I think after that fact, you kind of have to take it really. Yeah, you? absolutely. If, but if, do you know, do you know what I was thinking though? What it would? Would you think he'd keep you awake at night, just not knowing where the snail was? <laughs> just in case, like, just in case he got a lift from Port Leash down to What happens? <laughs> what happens if a bird, a bird picked him up and yeah, that bird yeah. had a nest and it was flying back to West Cork and suddenly you think you've got fifty years in Kinsale, but the bird got dropped in in the Shannon. And you actually only have another six years before it yeah. slimes all the way into your house and gets you. I'd be paranoid enough as well. I don't think I could take the money now, actually. But um, anyway, this sounds so ludicrous that I'd say people have turned off. Yeah. Now, so folks yeah, us... will be hopefully back next week. Um, anything else to finish us off, lads? Just let us know whether you take the money or not, people. Get in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. This Absolutely. is the, that's the um. That's the crazy thing that we were talking about, Ben, that's going to jump viral, us up. Yeah, yeah we're, so, we're suddenly going to get a big sponsor after this conversation. <laughs> I, I, might just, I, might just find, I might just find one of these to finish off every podcast. Yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. some random would you and just see how the, see how the, the rest of the listenership, listenership thinks. See you later, folks. Cheers. Ciao, Bella. <laughs>